Hi guys, this is episode zero of the Penciled In Podcast. I'm Ingrid and I'm going to be asking questions of Lindsay today and Lindsay's going to be asking questions about me. The purpose of this episode is for you all to get to know us. We are, why we do what we do, why are we doing a podcast? I mean, why? We have no idea why we're doing this, but we're going to try to figure it out. We're going to be asking each other, you know, a few questions today just to get to know who we are, why we do all the things we do. Yes. This is also, I would like to note that it's also the very first time that either one of us actually does something like this. Podcasts are new to us, so we will be making mistakes, even though we've got like a whole bunch of people lined up to be interviewed with us and we've got tons of stuff we're going to chat about but we will be making mistakes. So uh, be kind. <laughs> we will we will figure it all out. So how are you doing today, Lindsay? I'm very well today, thank you. Um, Where are you, first of all? Where am I? I am in Doncaster, South Yorkshire, in the UK. In the UK? Whereabouts are you, Ingrid? I am in, uh, I'm actually really close to the U.S., but I'm in the province of Quebec, which is in Canada, of course. We're fairly close to the East Coast, but we have the Maritimes in between. Uh, We're sitting right on top of, uh, well, I guess New York and Maine and Vermont and all those really nice places. And the Yukon is on top of us somewhere. So uh, that's where I am. And it's (laughs) a snowy day outside. How about you? Oh, today has been, it's just been raining all week. We actually have massive floods. Oh, really? Mm, there's a lot of lowland where I am. So the same mm. areas get flooded every single time. Why they haven't done anything to sort it out, I don't know. <laughs> but anyway. Um, I love your hat. For all of you, those of you who cannot see the video, you should see Lindsay's hat. It's awesome. And the picture on the wall is incredible. Tell me again what that picture is. The wallpaper or the picture, the picture is Rick and Morty. <laughs> well, the wallpaper is pretty awesome too, but the picture of Rick and Morty is uh, pretty awesome. I like that. They bought me it for Christmas, bless him. Oh, awesome. And again, for those who don't see the video, it's probably a good thing from my side of things because it's a complete disaster in my office. So you can't see that. All right, well, let's get going with it then. First of all, who we are. We are two working artists. So everything that we'll be talking about from here on out in every episode, both Lindsay and I are working artists and we'll be talking to other people in different lives of work, different careers, but it will always be chatting from the point of view of two women who work in the arts. So it will be from that perspective. So what's your, what's your particular line of work, Lindsay? Um, I concentrate on the sketch cards right now. When I first started working, um, I was doing a lot of portraits. But when I started sketch cards, it took me it took me a while to get used to the size and working really tiny. But with all the previous practice I'd had from doing portraits, it translated over quite well, and I was able to get some speed and get the likenesses better at that tiny scale. And so most of the sketch cards right now, I do the odd larger piece, but I'd rather work small. I drew a really, I'm doing a, a Journey to the West commission right now, and I drew a really tiny little character. It's about the size of a 50p piece. I really love it. So I'm like, I think I might challenge myself and see how small I can get them and still keep, you know, character and detail. So sometimes I do work on larger pieces, but not 
that often. Um, recently, I've been doing a few bookmarks. I enjoy them. Uh, yeah, yeah, I'll do. I'll do them the same width as a sketch card, which is two point five inches by three point five inches. For anyone that doesn't know, um, so I'll keep it two point five inches wide, but just you know, longer. Yeah, I did a few a customer at Christmas. He was very happy with them, so I might give that a go because I enjoyed those. Well, that's that. That's really cool. So, you, so there are people who are actually uh, who are actually enjoying the uh, the bookmarks. That's that's interesting to know. I've only done one so far myself. What are you working on right now? Are you? What I'm working on right now, I'm working on actually um, a lot of commissions that last year I just didn't have much time to do commissions. So I'm catching up with uh, a lot of uh, private commissions from Star Wars, but also uh, The Mandalorian is hugely popular. So I'm doing a lot of Mandalorian. I'm also working on the third book for The Art of Sketch Cards. Which brings me to one of the reasons later why I'll talk why we're doing the podcast. Just remind me because I know I'll forget. Um, what else am I working on? Uh, I'll be. I'm also working on some dragon sketches and some dragon cards and stuff like that. Uh, and uh, Ultraman for uh, RR Parks cards. And that's pretty much it. I haven't heard from Tops in quite a while. I don't think anyone has, to be honest. Nope. I haven't. Heard- that they've contacted anyone recently for those who don't know if i'm not mistaken i believe tops was bought by another company of which i didn't note down what the name of that company was but i think it has changed hands so we're going to see what happens with that i'm pretty sure that it's going to continue for some odd reason i i don't see why sketch cards would stop but of course whenever things change who knows maybe maybe the artist roster changes and stuff like that i guess we'll find out eventually to be to be updated as we go along. I mean, I've been doing pretty much the same, like catching up from last year and, you know, any commissions, because time does run away from you. I can't believe we're nearly in March already. Yeah, I do, whenever this podcast comes out, it will probably be sometime in April or May, I guess. Yeah, we're recording this actually at the end of February. You always, you never, you never exactly know quite how long something's going to take you. You know, when the customer says how long, I, I usually say, well, a couple of weeks, give me a couple of weeks and hopefully we'll be done by then. I can get all the sketches good done. I mean, luckily, I'm a really fast sketcher. So if somebody comes to me with an idea, I can have a sketch firm in 10 minutes and, so, you know, get it approved and then it's good to go then when, when I've got time to do it. That's a real skill. That... You know, Chinese customers, and pe- but people who don't speak very good English, yes. like we're trying to explain to me what they want. So it's just best to show them that preliminary so they can see what I think they want. Yeah. And correct me if I'm wrong, you know. It just helps you pre- presenting the artwork and then going, I didn't want that. It works a lot better for me doing it that way around. That's a, a, a little mini episode that we might like to do is uh, what's our process in preparing sketches for commissions? Those preliminary sketches, not everybody asks me for preliminary sketches, I must mm. say. Every once in a while, and I don't mind one way or another. It depends on how much stuff I have to do already in front of me. But otherwise, uh, yeah, preliminary sketches is pretty important to what it will uh, what it will end up being. Of course, I think one interesting thing is that we work with different mediums. Meaning, for instance, myself, I work mostly with paint, with acrylic paint, occasionally with oils and uh, inks and stuff, but mostly acrylic paint so sketching for me it's it's mostly just a a shorthand to remind me where I'm putting stuff and then you just 
kind of sketch with the paint after for, for you well, it's a lot to do with light isn't it and contrast and it's shape. about the, paint, the actual piece isn't it you know and, where and, and shapes it's very much painting the shapes and how the shapes relate to each other like even a face is it's more of a shape than it is really a, well I mean yeah it's a face but you know you're, so, you're painting the shapes and yeah. would you say that you're an impressionist I wish I could say I was an impressionist I would put you in the impressionist camp definitely I really would like that. That's been like pretty much my lifetime abstract. Well, not abstract, but with a little bit of that in. But Impressionism has, if I, if I may say so, I've been impressed with Impressionism. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, I think it's beautiful, absolutely beautiful. But it's completely different to what I do, obviously. Um, Explain, what, what mediums do you use? Um, it's Copic markers and pencil cranes, mostly. I do use watercolour on some of my realism stuff. Recently, I had a go at watercolour on some of my cartoon stuff just to see, you know, because I do like to mess about and play around. And it looks okay, but I'll probably go back to Copic. I, I, I think the cleaner look is better for the cartoons, really. Do you find I mean, that? People who use watercolour on their cartoons, and I absolutely love it. Like um, Juan Menendez, we've seen his work. I love his work. but So it suits what he does, but... I think I'm going to stick with copics and pencil crayons for cartoons now. Do you think that cardstock has an effect on the medium that you can use? Definitely. I've had some stock that's so, it's so smudgy. You try and put your copics down and it almost looks like you've done it in paint because it's so, you know. It's you like a, it's a glossy cover to it or a shiny, uh, like a, like a, almost like a plastic Yes, yeah, and, and the ink just kind of slides around on the top Topic of it. It doesn't seem to like that much, no. Mm. For that, I'm really lucky. Acrylic, you can pretty much paint it on anything. It, it really doesn't, there's not much it can't go on. Wood, you have to use maybe a little bit more paint. Yes, people, there are wooden cards out there, and they're amazing. That's something for later on. We'll have, we're going to be having a guest, probably. I hope he's probably going to say yes who actually uses a lot of wood in his uh, in, in the sets that he produces and hires people for. But very often we have to put a, a, a gesso, a gesso, some kind of surface on. Otherwise, it's a little bit trickier to get some of the mediums to work. I recently did um, some acrylic wood painting for one company. I don't know if I was out of practice or if I felt rushed or I don't know what it was, but I, I wasn't proud of myself. The first it's, time I tried it, it was like, oh, my God. First time in a long time that I was really sad about what I'd done. So I think I need a bit of practice with acrylic. It's been a long time. <laughs> if I'm going to do any more sort of wood stuff anyway, I need I need to brush up on it. So I'd love to speak to anyone who's used to painting on wood. Like you just said, you need a little bit more. A little bit more gesso. But, but gesso, you could probably put a few like I haven't done this and I have a feeling that a few of the guests that we'll have on could probably help us with this we should actually uh we should actually make a, a note of that but with Jesse you can sometimes put on two layers maybe even three and sand it a little bit and that makes for a smoother slightly toothier almost like a, a sketch paper type of thing which might work with inks and um maybe gouache something i don't oh, i'd love to try this i never have but you know um getting a wooden surface and getting different colored varnishes oh and trying to get varnish i'd love to have a go at that 
I think it's a thing. If I'm not mistaken, I do believe I've seen some people, maybe not on cards, but on furniture, things like that, play with the, that would be awesome to see. There are a few artists who have used wood burning on wooden cards, which has turned out pretty cool. I don't remember who now, that's a while ago. I don't know whether to like hunt for a different kind of material to use on them. Maybe I'll just never get there with acrylic. I don't know because my acrylic painting is really cartoony. That's great. That's great. You have, an, you have a beautiful style, very storybook style to you. It's lovely. It almost looks like my, the last acrylic painting I did that I finished. Um, I showed the picture of it to like an art director guy and, and, and he said, oh, is it pencil crayon? It's acrylic. <laughs> well, but there's so many things you can do with acrylic if you have dry brush, uh, dry brush, if you use dry with it, you know, you can make it look like crayon. You can make it look like, uh, and crayons are wonderful. You, you know, there are, it's all good tools and stuff. If you add more water, you can almost make it look like watercolor for somebody who's really, I can't, I can't, because with acrylics dry really fast. So if you're using water with it, you kind of can't blend like you can with watercolor. Watercolor is unique for that. Watercolor is my second love almost. Well, maybe oils. Oils, acrylics, watercolor. Yeah, they're all good. But gouache then, if you were going to go down that road, gouache might be the way to go because they're, um, I highly recommend watching uh, YouTube videos from uh, James Gurney, who uses gouache a lot in his videos. And it's just amazing to watch him work with that. And he does really gorgeous work. Back in my teens when I was at college, it was all gouache. I'd never used acrylic. So I was used to being able to stick a bit of water on and blend it, you know? Yeah. Then you get acrylic and it's all dry. <laughs> no, yeah, it's not quite the same. Mm. Um, so why, why do we really, why are we doing a podcast? What's the reason that we're doing the podcast for? What's your With reason? The podcast, I think, well, part of it, I'm very nosy. I'd like to know what everybody's <laughs> doing and how, how it's going. Um, I want to hear about everybody's projects and everything they've found out and, you know, anything that can help anybody else. Just share the knowledge. That's, that's what I think we're doing. Hopefully what we're doing. Um, and, and show each other a bit of support as well, obviously, because we all, we all struggle with bits and bobs and different things. And there might be people out there who don't realise that other people do and they can just feel not so alone sometimes, you know. That's excellent. That's pretty much echo that. I think sharing the knowledge and, and uh, sharing some of our experiences too, as because we both work in this industry, not just sketch cards, but with art in general. And both of us, I think, are very curious people. And we want to know about other people, other, the way they work, why they work, why they do what they do, just like we're trying to figure out why we do what we do. And um, it's also for me personally, I wanted to say thank you to people who have participated in my book projects. The, the last one I'm working on now, I wanted to say thank you to the people who actually took the time to participate and, you know, answer the interviews and also share their experiences and I've learned a lot reading their answers why they do what they do and I think it pretty much is unanimous that we just we love what we do and we can't find anything better to do <laughs> basically <laughs> that's a good way of putting it <laughs> so I, I think that um, along the along the way so I think we'll finish this little short episode you know mostly on that that both you, Lindsay, and I would like to just share what we've learned and to keep learning ourselves and um, to meet people through yes. 
through oh, the podcast. We've been for so long, locked oh. away from each other. We want to be. And, yes. <laughs> we miss people too. I miss people even before the lockdown. I live in my, I live, I work at home. I live at home. I'm home at home. It's home, home, mm-hmm. which, you know, home is great, but it's nice to meet people and nice to be out there. Speaking of meeting people, I do think you're going to be, before we close this out, you're going to be at a convention in the UK in your neck of the woods. Where is that going to be? Let people know where they can find you. Um, Doncaster Dome on the 3rd of April with Unleashed Events. I'm going to be a guest along with um, Femi Taylor, who played Ula in Empire Strikes Back. Oh, my God. I'm excited to meet her. Yeah. Like, oh, it's going to be strange meeting somebody whose face I've drawn so many times. <laughs> Uh, do you know what I mean? I'm yeah. gonna be, I'm gonna be staring at her. She's. <laughs> I mean, why are you looking at me like that? <laughs> so yeah, I'm very, very excited for that. I can't wait. There's a couple of other guests there as well. I can't remember the names off the top of my head. I think one of them was in Rocky Horror Picture Show. The other one has been in Star Wars as pilot. I think a name escaped me now. Lindsay the Star. Well. <laughs> That's awesome. You're going to have to report back. We'll have to do a a, a con report episode for you. Well, I'm going to be uh, promoting my card sets because hopefully I'm going to set up a publishing company. And I have three, well, three promo cards at the moment for full sets that I'm going to complete and hopefully get published if they get funded. Fingers crossed. So that's very exciting as well. I'll be able to show everybody that while I'm there. That's awesome. Exciting. We're going to be doing updates. On that. You're going somewhere to show off your book and art also. Yes. And I'm also hoping to publish a couple of sets down the road, more like towards the end of this year. But that's for, for another time. For now, yeah, I'll be at the Philly Non-Sport Con in Philadelphia on, if I can remember the dates, I believe it's the 21st and 22nd of May in Philadelphia. I don't know who's there yet. Um, I think they were waiting to make sure that uh, all the the health measures were in place. Uh, So I'm not sure who else will be there. They always have invitees and stuff like that. So I'll have copies of my books there. I'll have cards. I'll have some, um, some of my own sketch cards. I'll also have some extra metal cards, 3D cards and stuff like that. So anybody who's in Philadelphia in May, drop on by. Oh, the promo cards look great as well. I've got some. So you need to go and see Ingrid. If you're in the UK, you have to go. Oh, yeah. And I'll have promos from Lindsay as well. That's right. I'll have promos from Lindsay's sets at my table too. And she'll have some of my promo cards at her table in the UK. So everybody who's wherever they are, they got to go see everybody. And you get what I'm saying. Okay, well, we're going to close it out for this time. This has been episode zero of the Penciled In podcast with Lindsay and Ingrid. This has been a way for us to introduce ourselves to you, and we cannot wait to deal with our next episode, which will include who? It will include the fantastic and beautiful and amazing Carolyn Cracks. Can't wait to chat with her. I was so excited to meet her. My God, me too. So we're <laughs> gonna we're gonna let you, you let you all go with this. Where can where can people find you, Lindsay? Are you at the moment you can find me uh, cartoon cosplay on Facebook. 
uh, in the next few months I will have a website which will be legdaycards.com okay and you can find me as uh, Ingrid KV Hardy on Facebook or on the Patreon, on my Patreon, which is going to help support the podcast also. Even a dollar a month, if you feel like supporting the podcast, would be great. It all counts. That would be at patreon.com slash Ingrid Hardy. So we will be back next week with an episode with the amazing Carolyn Krabs. Excited. Hope to see you there, everybody. Yes, see you then. Bye-bye. 